Welcome to the QCA Wrestle Podcast with Rob Hill and Jay Zynick. Our guest today is John Murray. Thanks for joining us and enjoy the show. Today's uh, guest that we have is John Murray, the head coach at Geneseo. This is one that I've been really looking forward to. A little background on John. Uh, John is in his uh, uh, elementary high school career was a little bit everywhere. So he started off as a Cedar Rapids boy, moving into Geneseo as a ninth grader. Then uh, Danville, his 10th grade year, and he finished off his high school year at uh, Bloomington, Illinois, uh, as his 11th and 12th grade high school years. Uh, later on, he went on to uh, wrestle at Illinois College. He's a four-time national qualifier, earning academic All-American. Um, John is uh, head coach of Geneseo since 2002, sending 50 qualifiers to state 23 state place winners and two champions, one of them a repeat champion. Uh, he was also, uh, in 2012, inducted into the Illinois College uh, State Hall of Fame. And in 2015, IWOCA, uh, uh, he was nominated as a 2A head coach of the year. So a lot of uh, great things happening in that program and uh, moving that program along uh, quite a bit. Now, uh, Really interesting story on Coach John. Uh, I, I had the opportunity uh, quite a bit this last couple of years to watch him coach as my nephew wrestles for him. But uh, IWOCA uh, freshman sophomore sectionals, I think it was last year, uh, there's a good story to start off with where uh, it was really bad weather. And John was coming in uh, to help these uh, fresh south make it to the next stage or make it to hopefully state. and. Uh, there was a bit of an accident. I think he rolled his car and was still able to uh, make it to the, the start of the wrestling meet uh, just, just after warm-up. So is that true, John? Well, it was, it was uh, Coach Rusk was driving. It was, we were, there were four of us uh, all together in, the, in his pickup truck there, and we are heading up to Morrison. You know, we wanted to be there by, what was it, 9.30 or so to get our – to get uh, warming up with the kids or to help lead them through their warm up and uh, just some black ice there uh, about two miles out of town and, and just a total loss of control. Everything went in slow motion. It seemed like the next thing you know, we're, we're uh, tipped totally sideways in the ditch, you know, in a snow bank, we couldn't get any of the airbags had gone off the whole bit. And, um, and so <laughs> we're all just kind of, it all just happened so fast. Here we are in the inside of his pickup truck, just uh, silent. I mean, it went from what's going on to just boom, quiet. And then uh, first thing I thought of, we better just call those guys and let them know that uh, they better get their warm up started without us. So literally, while Coach Rusk is directly above me, hanging suspended by his seatbelt. Uh, we call the kids and say, hey, you better get uh, your warm-up started on your own because we're probably going to be a little bit late. And so some <laughs> people came and they cut us. They ended up cutting the windshield out with the big jaws of life or whatever it is, the fire department. So we crawl out the windshield, you know, and uh, fire trucks and cops. And like, man, this is a kind of a big deal. They had, they had redirected traffic the whole bit. You know, you don't realize it when you're inside of there. but step outside you're like oh man they had the road construction clear and the roads already and everything but we walk into the gym and and uh right literally the second we walk in they start the national anthem so we made it just in time for the start of the meeting. 
but just a great story of uh, your dedication to the program and and uh really impressed how these these kids of yours they'll they'll run through a brick wall for you from what i can see so uh great program and uh, great direction is going in well thank you appreciate that so coach uh obviously we all know right now is a crazy time in the world with uh, the COVID and everything uh going um how are you keeping your sanity through all this craziness right now <laughs> well you know, you got to get outside a little bit every day. I think it's a good thing they're not making us stay in our houses because then I would go insane. But um, so, you know, luckily uh, my daughter's been riding mountain bike with me the last few days. We're getting out, going out to the the trails a little bit. And, you know, you get outside, get in the woods a little bit every day and it kind of clears things for you. And, and uh, so that's one thing that's helped me get through this, you know, and then as far as, you know, I teach at the high school, so you're trying to stay online with the students and, and trying to stay in touch with the kids uh, every day a little bit, you know, and just doing what you can from home, just like I see you guys are doing there too. So I, I hear that you're quite the avid bike rider and uh, <laughs> ride to school year round, is that correct? Well, yeah. Uh, let's see, my daughter, she's a senior now, so when she got her license a couple of years ago, uh, her schedule is a little separate from mine as far as when we go to school, come back. And I'm like, I really didn't feel like getting a new car. So I'm like, well, it's a good time. I'll get a bicycle, a little bit cheaper, you know. And I've been riding it to school every day since, you know. So right through the winter. I mean, I think the coldest I rode, it was uh, negative 8 actual temperature, negative 16 wind chill. And if there's school, I'm doing it. So, but <laughs> yeah, so that's kind of how it all started, but then start taking it out on the trails. And I just kind of discovered that the last few years and having a lot of fun with it. Now getting her a bike because she's going to be heading off to college and she's going to need one. And so we thought we Great. might as well get her one now and let's go ride. I love it. Yeah. So uh, let's, let's take it all the way to the beginning. What got you started in wrestling? And uh, originally you're an Iowa boy, right? Yeah, born in Cedar Rapids, Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Um, my dad was uh, helped coach a youth group out at uh, the LSYMCA in Cedar Rapids. And uh, so I think I was in first grade when he kind of took me in and you know, to the practices there. And, and that's kind of how it all started. And, and uh, we, about fifth grade when we moved into Geneseo and, and uh, he told Larry Kanke was the head coach at the time. And cause I had my younger brother too, he was in second grade and, and uh, he was with the youth club there back in Cedar Rapids and, and my dad goes to uh, coach Kanke and says hey we need to we need to get a program going here for youth I mean they had a middle school team and everything and coach Kanke said that hey that's a great idea come help me out well let's do this and and I think they had over 100 kids show up on that very first night and so I think that wow. was 1979 and so that was kind of the start of of uh you know youth the evolution of what has happened and come up through today now so it's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. But yeah, that was kind of the background on how things got started for me was through my dad in Cedar Rapids. Awesome. So who, um, who are some of the wrestlers that you kind of looked up to uh, uh, growing up? Well, you know, back, you, you got to be a Hawkeye fan, just like I see in your background there uh, when you're Cedar Rapids. And, and so my dad took me to the Hawkeye meets, you know, Carver was, I think Carver was kind of a, a new facility back when I was like, uh, you know, elementary age. And uh, just remember being in awe, you know, in Carver, watching the Bannock brothers and Jim Zaleski and 
Harry Davis and Randy Lewis. And, you know, I just, so those are the guys I always obviously idolized and looked up to and, and have always kind of uh, tried to, you know, pay attention to what Dan Gable has always done. And obviously I think he's probably the greatest coach of all time. And so, you know, you always look to him and, and, uh, and read and watch everything you can on him. But, but my dad kind of got me introduced into that. And then that kind of got my excited, you know, excitement going for it and kind of taking it from there. So um, coach, you have a really interesting story on how you were recruited into your, uh, uh, into uh, Illinois uh, college. Can you tell us a little bit about that and how, how you made your appearance? Yeah, I went to a, uh, a spring tournament there. Um, after high, well, let's see, it probably was like 1988, I guess, spring tournament after high school. And, and, um, and wrestled at the Illinois school for the deaf had a tournament there, just an open tournament. And Illinois school for the deaf is just caddy corner to Illinois college there in Jacksonville. And, uh, so one of the guys, I actually ended up wrestling the Illinois college wrestlers, two of them there in that tournament. And uh, so I kind of got talking to them and, and uh, they inter- introduced me to their coach and, and then they started, they kind of like gave me a tour around campus while I was there and ended up just kind of becoming buddies with these guys and uh, decided to go down there. And, and uh, he got me a job with the, the coach, got me hooked on with the job at the Illinois school for the deaf. So I, three out of my four years there, my room and board was paid for working at the deaf school, you know, just had a job two hours a night. Um, to cover that at the deaf school. So that ended up being my, my college career uh, at Illinois College then because it all got hooked up from, from that match, you know, in that spring tournament. And then he ended up, so he was my opponent and then he ended up being my teammate when I went there. And then he graduated before me, so he became an assistant coach. So then he was my coach and he was my roommate along the way as well. And then, and then uh, he was in my wedding as well. And so, uh, still great friends today so that that's kind of the story all the way through that one that's cool that's very cool um what is your philosophy obviously this year is going to be a little different but um on Austin wrestling well you got to get on the mats I mean uh so hopefully we'll be able to do that sometime soon uh if you're not on the mats you what what is it you can be doing you know are you watching your diet are you are you uh lifting and and uh you know, as, as far as right now with the, with the weightlifting program, you know, you probably can't get in the gym, but are you doing your pull-ups? Are you doing your push-ups? Are you doing your body weight squats? And, and I try to get my guys to find a hill, you know, find a hill somewhere, get your hill sprints in, because keep those lungs in shape, keep your body in shape. Um, you don't really have to have weights. Uh, if you, to get a great workout, you've got your body, you know, grab a tree branch. I don't care, but get your pull-ups in and and get your push-ups in and your squats and and then as far as technique and everything you know I, I've sent my wrestlers kind of uh kind of come up with a I call it a technique blueprint you know kind of a thing where where we there's here's our kind of our main focus on the feet you know on top on bottom positions and and uh, these are the the videos that I've kind of studied and and these are the kind of things we'll be covering in practice. So kind of ask them to, hey, this is a great time to just go through all that. You know, I want you guys to watch these videos so that when we do get back in the room, you know, you know how you've seen a video three, four times, it, it, the details start to click a little better for you. 
And so hopefully they're doing that a little bit. I'm going to have to jump on them again, just stay in touch with them on group me or whatever, but um, get them watching videos, um, keep them motivated a little bit. Maybe this will motivate them a little more, you know, to get back in the room and to do maybe once we do get to go back in the room, maybe they'll work a little harder. Maybe they'll appreciate a little more when they weren't able to do it for a while. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but just, just staying busy. That kind of reminds me. I remember Coach Steely telling me the story about his son, Adam, who was our first state champion. He had a pull-up bar in his bedroom hanging on his door frame or whatever. And he said every time he went in or out of his bedroom, he, he did pull-ups. And I think he got to the point where he's doing 47 pull-ups. You know? I'm like, you do 47 pull-ups. Yeah. You're pretty – you're, you're pretty, and that's just a, just a habit, just a habit, you know, doing those all the time. So. You can get your workouts in. Oh, yeah. I, I love that message too, Coach. I mean, uh, uh, our wrestlers that are out there right now, they need something to be doing. Uh, and you don't necessarily have to have a, a full weight set there to get a good workout in, number one. And part two, uh, that mental training that you said, you know, you can watch something over and over and over, and then it will become reality for you, just mentally making yourself a stronger wrestler. Absolutely. You got to have some visualization, you know, where they say the subconscious mind can't tell the difference between a vividly imagined experience and an actual experience. You know, if you can't actually be in the room, you better visualize it, you know, get on YouTube, get on your videos and, and visualize yourself. Stand some motion drills, you know, um, you, there's some things you can do in your basement, you know, and we have a few guys that have a home mat or whatever. And, and uh, but you don't necessarily have to have a mat, but, you're doing what you can. And, and this actually is a good time probably to actually have an advantage over your opponent. Cause there's probably a lot of people just sitting around right now, wasting time and, you know, good chance to get a little advantage here. If you're the one that's out doing something to get better every day. Yep. Get it, get ahead season right now. So, absolutely. okay, coach, uh, how has the sport of wrestling changed or evolved since you were a kid wrestling and, and your transition to, high school, college, into college, or into uh, coaching? Uh, evolution of the sport. Well, uh, internet. <laughs> you know, we were just talking about watching videos. Um, you know, I remember my early coaching days as an assistant, uh, you know, going with Coach Kanky out to Iowa City to the clinics and, and watching the clinics in person and taking notes and asking questions. And, and uh, then we'd always buy the video and take it home and watch the video. And, and, uh, you know, now you can click on, you know, go to and you can find, you know, unlimited amount of stuff, stuff. In fact, it's almost too much. You have to narrow it down and say, hey, here's what we're going to focus on. Because you could just go every direction technique wise and everything. So you got to kind of use the Internet, but it's a great tool. I think it's helped the sport evolve um, technique wise. You know, you can learn there's something there's a fad going on out there man it's you you pick it up right now you shin wizard you know uh you know low ankle defense i mean all this stuff is it, everybody's on it and you see the you see how i mean even the ncaa making the you know what do they call it the danger rule takedown for three count exposure i mean everybody's wrestling different now you know they're doing the roll through you know ankle roll through defense on a off of a high crotch or whatever and and uh, so they're going upside down, trap them there, you know. So yep. rules are changing a little bit, but I think that's also part of the the internet is probably the big is probably the big one. So take advantage of it for sure. 
Yeah, that's pretty. There's there's a lot of opportunities out there to learn. Um, when you think about um, the places you've wrestled, who is the toughest coach that you ever wrestled for, and why? Oh man, well I've had a lot of great coaches, which has kind of helped me, I think, uh, in my career. But as far as when you use the word tough, I, I'm going to say Jim Ledbetter at Bloomington High School. Um, he he had us in condition. He wasn't probably the greatest as far as teaching technique of wrestling, but man, were we in shape. If we could keep the match close going in the third period, we were pretty confident. I mean, he just, he was literally like a drill sergeant in the room and uh, we couldn't really do anything about it because he was doing it with us. He's in his lower thirties. You know, he was a uh, team captain at Illinois state university when down there in normal and, and uh, back when they had a program, but, but uh, just a solid, hard-nosed guy that that liked conditioning and there were no excuses I mean off the bottom just get to your feet just there was really no uh, technique to it but you get to your feet no matter what it takes you know and he was explosive but but he uh he made us work man I mean I mean just uh you know sets of 50 push-ups over and over and over and over again in between live goes and in between I mean just it was brutal it was brutal in there and uh, so that was that was probably where I learned how to work hard physically a little bit, and then of course the mental toughness follows. You can you realize you can survive that. You you can. There's nothing they can do for you in two hours that you can't handle. So so uh, you know that that I mean one other story about that guy Jim Ledbetter Bloomington. He here's a mentality. He was uh, out he ran with the with the PE classes too he's a PE teacher so he's out doing a hundred yard they're doing working on track on PE well first of all they did a mile warm-up every every people hated if you weren't an athlete if you didn't like this you didn't want him as a teacher because there's a mile warm-up no matter every day you know in PE and and he did it with I don't know how he did every class I mean he was in shape and so anyway they're working on sprints one day and he's got a kid on the track team and he's racing and uh so he lunges for the finish line and he falls forward hits his shoulder he's walking around later that day his shoulder's dangling right and uh principal catch catches word of it i guess comes into the his pe class and uh and says hey i heard you fell earlier or something he said yeah i'll be all right he goes he goes no he goes let me see he couldn't move his arm with it. he Principal had to made him go home, you know, go to the doctor, whatever. I think he ended, up, he ended up having surgery. I think it was completely dislocated. So he wouldn't have left school, though, if he didn't have to. And uh, so next day, you know, he's not at school, which is very strange for him. So I remember after school going over to his house to check up on how he's doing. I knew he had surgery and everything. And uh, he's, he's all strapped up with that arm. And he's mowing his lawn one hand. I mean, he's out there. The day after, and I'm like, you can't stop the guy, you know. So when you say tough, we're talking mental, we're talking physical, and so that that was a big influence on me right there, right there. I'd say Jim Ledbetter, Bloomington. Yeah, it sounds like the picture of toughness, uh, kind of like a machine. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, literally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think we see a lot of that with your Geneseo squads too. I know they're you're known for great football squads, but. Uh, uh, your wrestling team every year coming into the season. Most teams, they have like a, a one-month buildup to get back in that wrestling shape condition. 
seems like your boys are hitting it right off the bat, you know, pretty, pretty solid conditioning. Yeah. Yeah. They <laughs> work them hard. You know, we'd say, you know, you, we're going to, you give us two hours and trust me, there's nothing we can do in two hours that you can't handle. And, and as long as you understand that, you know, th they'll work for you. You know, it's not like that. I, I remember talking to John Heffernan one time he's out in, I think it was the St. Edwards. He helps coach out there. And, and, uh, he, he gave me that idea and I've stuck with it. You know, we have, we have a two hour practice period and if they know they're done at a certain time, they're ready to work. And, uh, so give me two hours and, uh, you know, we've got some assistant coaches too that like to hammer on the conditioning. You know, you talked, you mentioned Montez earlier. So, you know, Jesse coaches with us too. And he, uh, he's got a little circuit he runs through and they, and, uh, so they're in shape. They, they, they're in shape. That's great. Okay, coach. So, uh, tell me, uh, what was the biggest obstacle you've ever had to overcome uh, as either a wrestler or a coach? Mm, obstacles. Well, uh, you know, you look back on the, I guess coaching days as well, you know, you talk about injuries, you know, um, of course it's harder nowadays physically to, you try, you always want to get on the mat, at least demonstrating and get on the mat as much as possible, but it doesn't take much to get injured anymore, you know, but back in the, I've been through, uh, five surgeries, you know, I've had a spinal fusion, you know, so you got the physical, the physical aspect of it there, but, um, you know, as far as, obstacles that's one i'm lucky here in geneseo we we have a great community we have a lot of support when you say what are your obstacles in coaching i i, I think more about what are your advantages <laughs> that we have here we have a tremendous booster club you know we have tremendous i have tremendous coaching staff um it, it's just uh you know i'm surrounded by a lot of people that that give us a lot of success and and then uh and then as the head coach, you know, I'm the one that you call for the interview, but there's a lot of people that are out there making this, making the success happen. And so I'm going to say it's the opposite of obstacles. I have a lot of help along the way. So uh, two parts kind of off your answer on that. First of all, um, I, help, I heard you're the self-proclaimed uh, spike ball champion on the team. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't know about that. You've talked to Carson, I can see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, well, I saw the kids playing it a lot, you know, and uh, I think it was at our tournament and uh, I think it was another team had had a spike ball in there. And uh, so I just jumped in and, and started playing. I'm like, man, sweating here, you know, this is a warm up and this is, this is pretty fun. And it's a fun way to have warm up. Well, I think Carson, he, he brought one in. And uh, so I just jump in with those guys, you know, when we we're going through that frost soft thing while we're still in school we would jump in there. I think one day, you know, there were some other coaches too. I think we jumped in and played it's a lot, an hour goes by and you realize, Hey, we, maybe we ought to get a little bit of wrestling in while we're, <laughs> while we're doing the spike ball practice here. But in yeah. uh, part two to that was you mentioned your uh, coaching staff. Now you have a really unique uh, coaching staff because you are not only the only coach on your staff that has been nominated or has been selected for the coach of the year. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, 2015, the IWCOA has the coach of the year. So I get the, the two-way coach of the year, head coach of the year in 2015. But that same year, uh, I mentioned Coach Rusk. He was the driver of the accident. But he uh, he was assistant coach of the year. 
that as well. And then the year before, uh, 2014, uh, Rich Sheely, who he, he's, he was assistant at the high school. Now he's our head middle school coach, but he was a assistant uh, coach of the year as well. So I actually have two assistant coaches that have been IWCOA coach of the year. But so when I talk about, you know, surrounding myself with staff that, that makes me look good, you know, they're the, you know, all I got to do is surround myself with good people and then just try to ride the wave, you know, but there's other coaches too. You know, I've got at the high school, you know, uh, well, down at the middle school, you know, Sheely, he wrestled for Illinois state. He was wrestled for the, he was all army team. Uh, Rich Fontenoy's down there as well. You know, he, he wrestled for the army back in the day and, and he brings a lot of excitement there. We've got Brian Sebastian, who's a former Geneseo wrestler who was a state qualifier back in the, back in the eighties. He's down there helping out too. He's got a son that that'll be up at the high school soon. And then at the high school level, uh, you know, Russ wrestled uh, for Orion back in the day and his brothers and there are five of them all together. And, and then he, he wrestled for Monmouth. Um, we've got uh, Robert Cooney who wrestled for uh, SIU Edwardsville. You know, he's a UT guy. Uh, you guys might know about him a little bit and um, and he's a solid asset to our to our program we've had him for a couple of years now uh, Josiah Kropp uh, wrestled for um, Lincoln College you know he wrestled for us as well he's helping out now at the high school and and he was a two-time place winner the state tournament and, and with some college experience you know so we got, uh, and I mentioned Montez earlier, he went to SIU Edwardsville as well and, uh, and was an All-American there. And uh, so I tell you, and we have several other uh, volunteer assistants as well. We have guys that'll take a team to a you know, JV tournament if we're busy at a varsity tournament. Um, we got, I think, I look at it, I think we got about 13 coaches all together between the middle school and high school, if you count the volunteers. And, and a lot of people just willing to help. And then our youth club, I think I got a list of 23 guys that have helped at one point or another throughout the season with our youth club. So you get some parents involved there too, but, but yeah, it's a, uh, you know, you just recruit the guys and we got, just got Tyler Poles. Uh, he's a former wrestler for Geneseo. He wrestled for Buena Vista. He uh, just got hired as a, a special education teacher at the middle school. And so we're going to, get him involved somehow down there too. So he'll be in the building at the middle school. So we're excited to have him on board. So, you know, I got so many guys, I'm sure I miss names there too, but. Oh yeah, uh, a, a great program. Just an example of next man up. I mean, uh, and also a great feeder program coming back into your system. Right, you start them young. You know, I talked about 1979 when uh, my dad coming to Coach Kanke with that and, and uh, I mean, that's, so that's been my philosophy all the way through. You've got to have the youth club, the middle school, the high school. That's a luck, you know, we're lucky because when we get our freshmen, most of them have prior experience, not only at the middle school, but even before that at, at some time. So good stuff there. That is, that's awesome. And when you say uh, you sell it, or uh, you, you sort of surround yourself with good guys and smart people and it, and it helps make you look better. Um, that's kind of what, what uh, I'm doing with Jay. So there you go. <laughs> I'm sure you guys are helping each other a lot. Oh yeah, We're, we do. We do have a good job together, tag teaming. Well, I can tell you, I appreciate on behalf of the, all the coaches throughout the Quad City area and wrestlers too, and and just fans in general. We're happy to see your uh, website and your your Facebook page and 
And uh, so those of you, that, I'm sure you'll promote your QCAWrestling.com, but but um, it, I've been checking it out a little bit, you know, leading up to, and you guys invited me to the interview, so I've been kind of looking at it. I'm like, I like this. I like what I'm seeing. And the more, the better that's out there. These kids are all online now, I'm sure, with some time. And so make sure you check that out. Yeah, I appreciate it. We're, uh, we're, we're, we're still, you know, this is just scratching the surface, we think. I think there's a lot of opportunity to really uh, highlight our area. So, yeah, thank you very well, much. Yeah, well, thank you guys for what you're doing. It's pretty cool stuff. Um, if you could, tell us a little bit about this past season with your team and sort of what, what the outlook is for next year. Well, you know, it, it's, it's, hard to, it's always hard to predict. I mean, coming into this season, this last season, you know, we lost our, our two-time place winner heavyweight who was, you know, it's, it's, always, you, it's always nice knowing you got that guy that's returning, he's meddled before, and, and then that it, people are going to follow. And, and um, so we didn't have anybody coming in this year that had meddled before, or that type of thing. And, and uh, so you just kind of, you're like, eh, it doesn't, you know, not sure what we're going to have here. I hope we can end up, you know, at least 500 on the, on the season and they end up, I think they were 19 and one in duels. They, they won the, uh, they won the Western big six conference, which was the first ever Western big six tournament that we actually hosted it this year. So uh, they were able to win the conference tournament there. And, and then, uh, you know, Rock Island showed up at regional and they beat us at the regional tournament. We were second there. And, and um, so, you know, that, that overall though, looking back, when it's all said, and when you're in it, you don't realize what you're doing. But then you look back, you're like, wait a minute, we, we ended up 19 and one. We got beat by assumption um, at uh, the muddy water duels there. But other than that, uh, other than that, they, they were pretty solid this year. And, and so I'm just really proud of how the guys stepped up um, and, and took it to a new level. And, and as far as going into next year, you know, we, we're only going to have three seniors. We had three, you know, we have uh, Clay DeBailey, um, Bruce Moore, Logan Tuggle that are juniors that are going to be our seniors next year. But that's a solid three seniors for next year. So we do have the qualities there. And, and then we had a pretty big, uh, as far as numbers go, freshman class. And, and um, so you look down at the middle school, we're going to have some decent uh, kids coming up again. And, and I think we got a pretty big seventh grade group right now that will be come following behind them pretty soon. I don't know much, how much more I'll have left after those guys, but, but uh, it, it looks like they're feeding up, feeding up pretty well. All right, uh, Coach, we kind of touched base on this next question, but uh, I'm just going to have you expand and then uh, also do a shout-out to your boys or anyone else you want to at this point in time. But, you know, with the COVID-19 shutting down all the training facilities, the gyms, uh, what is your expectation for your boys at this point in time and uh, any other Quad City area wrestler to, uh, A, not lose ground, but B, you know, as you mentioned before, uh, this time of the season where you can get ahead of some people. Well, I mean, I guess we're all in the same situation as far as that goes. So I guess each day you just got to ask yourself, what is it today that I could do to get better and do that, you know? Uh, how hard did you lift yesterday? Did you get your hill sprints in yesterday? Do you need to rest your body a little bit? You know, make sure you're eating healthy. Today's a good day to get on, watch some, watch some video, that type of thing. Maybe get some stance and motion drills in just to keep your legs in wrestling shape a little bit, that kind of thing. Um, but 
what is it that you can do today to get better? Because there's a lot of people out there right now that probably aren't doing that. So if you just do that, whatever that might be for today, then uh, you're definitely going to, you're going to, you know, stay ahead of the competition that's coming up in the future. Yep. I've been telling Carson, uh, grab his dad and take it to take him to the mats or to, to the carpet if he asked us. So same with Montez, right? Oh yeah. They, they both, they both have dads that are definitely willing to, to do what it takes to help their sons there. That's, that's for sure. Hey coach, one question I have, um, the, the Geneseo Invitational is one of the bigger, uh, regular season high school tournaments around here. Um, you get, uh, you know, a lot of good teams, it seems like, uh, come there. How's the field looking for next year? Um, good. I mean, I, we, we still might get a couple uh, teams coming. You know, they've changed the bylaws with the IHSA uh, as far as your number of dates. Uh, they just changed it to dates and matches uh, rather than uh, 21 duels versus four and four tournament max. So uh, there's a lot of shift. And on the Illinois side, there's a lot of shift in, in schedules right now. Um, but yeah, as far as, uh, I mean, as everybody's coming back, as far as I know, um, uh, and a few, a few other teams that are, that are inquiring now. So I, I think we're, you know, we were right at, I think we were right at 16 last season. We had Plainfield, uh, East, I think it was that came in last minute. Um, and I think we, we try to, we've got a few more inquiries. If we can get a 16 man bracket up to about 18, 19 teams, you know, to fill those buys a little bit, we could handle a couple of pigtails if we need to, but, but, uh, you know, we try to, we try to keep that tournament, uh, as competitive as possible. You know, coach Kanke started that turn. I, I think it's what was this year, 44 or 45 years now. And so, you know, I've, I've inherited this tournament. And so, I take on the responsibility of trying to keep this tournament as competitive as possible. And we have good administration that, that is, you know, we're really working hard to, uh, to keep this tournament as competitive as possible too. We'd like to, you know, get some, we've got a few Iowa teams that come in and, and uh, maybe try to expand some into Wisconsin, Missouri, who knows where, but we just try to keep it as competitive as possible. All right, coach, we come up to the point where, uh, what we call uh, OT sudden death questions. This is the rapid fire one. So. Uh oh, ready? Okay. All right. First takedown gets this one. All right. Uh, favorite wrestling movie? Ooh. Well, it's probably not the best movie, but I'm, my I would say my favorite Vision Quest, just because of back in the day, you know, the high school when it, the time in my life when that came out, it was so influential, and and it it was pretty cool for a high school kid to see that back then. Yeah. Favorite uh, superhero? Superhero. Oh, man. Let's go Spider-Man. We actually had our youth club was called the Spider Club for a while. There. But, yeah, let's go Spider-Man. Favorite wrestling match of all time? Oh, okay. Well, uh, 1993, Lincoln McElravey, true, true freshman, makes it, to the, makes it to the NCAA final. Uh, he's got uh, Jerry Abbas from Fresno State, and he's down 12 to 8, third period. And he comes back and uh, wins that match on, I think he scored like three takedowns. I think he scored one with like six seconds to go and to win his first uh, national championship as a true freshman. So I think as far as actually match that I've witnessed in person, that was probably my, 
my favorite one. And, and, um, and then also I was on my first date with my, with my wife. Uh, now at that, that was, so you gotta give her credit to going to a, a wrestling tournament for a first date. I don't know what kind of guy I am on that one, but, but she stuck with me anyway. But, um, I would say as far as just the, the meaning of the match, I think about Rulon Gardner, you know, back in 2000 when he beat the Corell and the Russian, you know, that was 13 years undefeated. Um, and so to have an American being able to beat him, boring match, I'll tell you, but the me, as far as the, the, the big picture of the match, I would say, so I'm going to put them into two categories, greatest match, McElroy, biggest meaning, Rulon Gardner. Yeah, those are great answers. And I, and I'll just throw out there that um, your wife was willing to go to a wrestling meet on the, on your first date. She, you knew uh, she was a keeper right there, man. That's absolutely. Great. Absolutely. Her, her dad was a, was a coach, uh, wrestling coach for 17 years. He was my freshman coach when I was a freshman. I ended up coaching with him. So she knew what she was getting into with the whole coaching thing. So I got lucky on that one. Yeah, for sure. Uh, greatest U.S. Olympian wrestler. Ooh, well, probably John Smith as far as, uh, as, far as the accolades. And, and, uh, but you got to throw Gable in the mix as far as uh, – if if you were to talk career and coaching, I'm going to say Gable. Wrestling, I'm going to say John Smith. Uh, favorite food and uh, where should you go to eat when you're in Geneseo? Ooh, food. Well, peanut butter fudge. Um, that one was easy. Where to go? I hate to take. Uh, you know, we try to. We try to, especially now. You know, you try to hit the local places. Uh, you know, to give them the business, but. Um, the the sampler at Sweet Peas can't beat it. That's probably the best meal in town. That you know, as far as the restaurant goes. Okay. We'll hit him up. All yeah. right. We 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 never talked about freestyle or Greco at all. But um, what's your favorite wrestling style between them? Between all the styles. Well, between I'm going to say folk style because that's what we do in high school. But as far as freestyle and Greco, you know, uh, love it. You know, maybe. Maybe that's what we should be doing in high school because prepare our guys for the Olympics better. You know, I, I think with the, the women getting started now, uh, you know, that they have women's, you know, wrestling in the Olympics, they, we should probably be just jump, let's jump right into freestyle and have that, have it be freestyle wrestling in high school. I don't know that, or in college. Um, I don't know that that's how they're going to do it, but, but, uh, we probably should do that as far as the international scene, but, um, you know, it's exciting watching freestyle and Greco, um, but uh, probably for me, I would say folk style was where my experience is and so forth like that. But but get on the whatever it takes to get on the mat. Go do your freestyle and Greco for sure. We have a former wrestler, uh, West Cathcart, who actually qualified for the Olympic trials, which has now been postponed and everything. So hopefully he'll be able to stay on track and maybe maybe well he'll be in the trials. I'm sure. I don't know how USA Wrestling's going to do it yet, but. He had qualified for the trials, which they would have already happened. But now he's going to be uh, hopefully still in the trials for the 21 Olympics now. So, but he's a Greco guy. So uh, you got to, you know, you got to appreciate all, all, all forms of wrestling there. Favorite football team? Ooh. <laughs> uh, high school, Geneseo, uh, college, Iowa Hawkeyes. And, uh, and uh, pros, let's go with the uh, Denver Broncos. Okay. Fishing or golf? <laughs> uh, 
well, I coach golf too. Uh, so <laughs> probably spend a lot more time uh, with golf. And I guess free time, I'm probably more likely to jump on a golf course than, but I, I appreciate fishing a little bit too. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to go with golf, I guess. All right. Big question to wrap it up here, coach. Favorite quote? Ooh. Uh, I remember hearing this one a long time ago and try to try to live by a little bit. Um, they won't care how much you know until they know how much you care. So you got to start with the relationships and, and uh, take it from there. That's the, probably the most important thing as far as any career you might, you might have. I think that's a great way to wrap up this interview. Uh, definitely uh, the way you represent your, uh, your team as well. So coach, thank you so much for your time today. Well, thank you guys. And thanks for what you're doing. Good luck with your new uh, website and everything. I, I hope uh, people will jump on and, and uh, check out your, I'm looking forward to seeing what your future interviews are going to be there too. All right. Thank you for tuning in. Please share this podcast with your friends. Give us a like and a follow on Facebook and Twitter at QCA Wrestle. And keep an eye out for more QCA wrestling content coming soon.